This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. We often work with marketing teams internally with our clients, and usually it's the bigger clients, larger companies, and it's usually a good thing to have an internal marketing team because, first of all, it means that the client is investing in marketing across the board, and you will have the support you need from them internally to get you the assets. Maybe they have really good brand positioning in the marketplace, industry, uh, like know-how to be able to explain how this client is different than their competitors. And they're really investing in an overall promotional strategy. So, you know, sometimes it could feel like you're a little at odds Sometimes they have an internal PR team as well. And we've usually found that the internal PR team is big picture thinking, strategy, and facilitating sample sends and tracking, and then managing the PR firm. But the PR firm is the one doing all the outreach, working down a strategy that they are then reaching out to the media with. And my point being, sometimes the PR team internally is also the marketing department. Like they'll be marketing and PR or it'll be a marketing department and there will be one person. And as their PR role, it is to collaborate with and work with the PR um, agency on the outside. So sometimes there can be friction and that doesn't help anybody. Our goal is always to make the internal team, whomever our contact is, feel like we are besties. Like I want them to be like, they're our besties. And, you know, we love working with them and they see us as an extension of their team. And we have really great collaborative support, but also a nice relationship. You know, it's like, sometimes we'll have inside jokes and like, we'll get on calls and we try to break the mood a little bit with like, jokes like yesterday we had a call with a client and like their internal marketing team and we were talking about a celebrity collaboration and we were talking about Tamara Mowry from Sister Sister. So <laughs> the client was talking about um Tamara and then somebody on my team said something about like well what about her you know her sister Tia and I'm like oh you mean her sister sister and so dumb. It was stupid, but the client kind of giggled. And it's like, you have to keep those moments light. It's our job to kind of make them feel comfortable and feel like we are all working together in our various roles towards a common goal. And they could either love working with us and we make it effortless and easy. Um, or sometimes they just see you as a nuisance and an annoyance and maybe they don't understand why you're needed or they're working in like a silo and they don't know why you need to be involved at all. And that's really, it's really a challenge, right? So what we want to do is align 
our efforts so that there's like a collaborative approach and we're communicating and we're all we're all on the same team we're all working for the same goals so i have a three quick ways to think about working successfully with a company's marketing team and then kind of breaking down who's responsible for what or how to structure that relationship in a way where everybody's getting what they need and everybody's doing what they're supposed to and it's very clear so that everybody knows you know this is my role that's your role and we're all here to help each other okay so number one when you start working with a client that has an internal marketing team proactively reach out to host a kickoff call you know don't wait for them um make it very friendly but reach out to invite them to a kickoff call and it's important because you really need to understand their overall short-term and long-term goals and any promotional efforts that they're planning like any launches on the horizon and when um any kind of sales or collaborations and how they are hoping to promote them so what are they working on that you can take and amplify with pr or leverage their assets with pr to support your pr efforts do you have a long enough runway is this reasonable do they expect you to launch a product that's going to be out in a month and a half and you just came on board you have to tell them you know what is reasonable and what to expect and when you know so that's part of it it's getting on this call getting aligned with the initiatives they have short and long-term goals what are their promotional efforts and really how they also see you supporting their efforts or you can share with them what's realistic and reasonable within a time frame sometimes we've gotten on and we know we're brought in for a launch and we'll get on with the marketing team and we'll kind of work backwards with the timeline and we'll say you know what there's not enough time and we would love for you to push off the launch for two weeks because that will get us the runway necessary to convert the pitches to give a date where all of the media will be talking about this launch at the same time at the right time when you are ready to launch because if you get press and it comes out two weeks after the launch happens it'll kind of fall flat on its face and feel like a dud like we want momentum and we want interest so let's pause and we've convinced clients to hold off on launches so that we can align our efforts and make sure that the timeline matches up so that's a kickoff call with the marketing team be proactive about it you can create an agenda you can come at them with questions that will show them that you're looking to enhance their efforts and support what they're doing number two and this is a shared calendar and it's like a layered approach so there's the holidays and things and we kind of back into short and long long lead so it's in the calendar at the time you need to be thinking about it for those holidays that are just always there you know like holiday gift guides long leads start thinking about it in july you know august short lead holiday gift guides october november december plus we layer in like the timely relevant seasonal approaches that we're going to take and we layer in their launches and who we're pitching and when and it's this can serve as your team's internal marketing calendar you, you just make a copy in google now it's a shared 
Google Calendar, everyone can have edit access, and you're layering in all of the initiatives and then backing into the timing where the marketing team isn't working on your timeline. They're not working on the media's timeline. They're working on the client's launch timeline um, and when customers are available to purchase. So you need to kind of back into it and start to look at the timing and make sure that you have the support and the assets you need when you're going to need them. It's a way to collect all of the efforts and initiatives that both sides are doing so that everybody has visibility to what is happening and when. Um, so create a shared calendar and it'll let you see what's going on with their social, with their email marketing, and the core of the strategy starts with that marketing team's plan. And then you plan your PR efforts around that. We want to know what the marketing team is working on and when, and adapt it for like a normal PR timeline. And if you don't have what you need in that time frame where you're going to need it, you can talk to the team and find out when you're going to have access to their resources that are going to make your effort successful and then maybe change the launch date or maybe change their promotion of it so that it's all synced up, you know, so that their promotional efforts are aligning with when the media is talking about it. And you kind of back into the timing and you're like, even in the best case scenario, media would come out two weeks after or a month after your launch app actually happens just based on where we are now and what we have access to. So maybe we push it and now everything is synced up. You know, you have that insight to share with your clients and kind of push back a little bit if you want to show them the collective benefit of having everything launch at the same time. Um, the other thing that is really helpful is if a date changes it will be consistently updated and you won't miss out on any kind of big shifts in the schedule. Like maybe somebody will notify you and say, I went in the master calendar and we moved back our launch three weeks. So you can update your efforts around that change, but it's all working off the same shared calendar. And there's just really good visibility for everyone to see what everyone else is doing. Um, and you need to have this runway for you to be successful, you need the assets on time. So you're going to need access to product samples, graphics, copy and details about their promotions or their new product launches. You want to have their launch plans, any key dates. You know, all of this has to be workable for your success to have this proper runway, you know, and don't be afraid to push back and say, you know what, given this timeline, we don't have enough runway or we don't have the assets to be successful in this time frame. So that's one way to get aligned. You know, you get your kickoff call, you talk about the initiatives, send over a calendar. Maybe you're making notes on the call and you have certain key dates and you plug them in and then you ask them to confirm and add anything else that, that you need to know. And then you're going in and layering on the holidays are going to be working on the timely relevant angles that you're going to pitch, like what product from the core collection or what new product launch are you going to align with that summer pitching season or what key ingredient is something that you know is really relevant during um, 
spring, like let's say one ingredient is roses, I don't know, something in a beauty product or skincare, and you're going to be pitching rose, rose hips, rose oil, whatever for spring, because it's very floral and you can sink into that a bit. And that's a timely relevant pitch. So then at least they see, oh, that's cool. They're going to be pitching like that ingredient here. So maybe um, we do a marketing campaign around that, like a little email campaign and a couple, um, you know, social media posts, or we call out that ingredient. So it's all aligned, you know, they can kind of see what you're doing too. Um, And then have a standing monthly call with that team. That can be your monthly call. It doesn't have to be an additional, but it could be like a PR call aligned with the marketing team to discuss any upcoming launches or campaigns closer to the launch. Maybe you want to consider doing it more frequently, like bi-weekly so that everyone is aligned and that media outreach will really sync up, coincide with what the marketing team is doing and what their objectives are. So you really stay on track because sometimes there will be a delay in the launch and you won't know about it. (laughs) And if the call's in a month, because you just had one, then you won't have that insight into pausing the efforts and, you know, all of that, um, that's needed to kind of pump the brakes on something. So it's important to, um, you know, have that regular check-in and as you get closer, maybe a little bit more frequently, but there's a lot of stuff that we tackle in like 20 minutes on a marketing call that like would have taken days over email to be back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And now we're just like, line item. Here's the agenda. Let's talk about this. What's the status link out to a document, everybody on the same team. Okay, great. Let's go. And it's settled and everybody knows they have their marching orders. They know exactly what's going on, what the other team is doing and set out an agenda. And you, you know, you can have it be a running document that is part of the calendar invite. So everybody has a place to write their questions or concerns. Um, sometimes we'll ask questions in it and they'll link out to something specifically in that agenda. Um, so we have access to it even before the call because they saw the question and they gave us the resource we asked for. Then it's all in one place. But having that agenda guides the conversation and usually you can bang them out in 20 minutes. And then it's just easy because you know you've also tackled any concerns that the marketing team may have about what you're actually doing what your timeline looks like and any kind of like brewing concerns about that aligning with what they're doing, you can nip it in the bud because you're having a conversation and you're reassuring them. Oh yeah, we're on track with everything we need. We've already started our media list building and our uh, launch pitch. And we're um, going to send it out on this day because we expect to get the most opens and it gives us enough timeline for follow-up in advance. You know, really letting them know, like, there's some strategy behind what we're doing here. It's not just like spray and pray, right? And when you have the support of a marketing team, you have the resources to be really awesome at your job. Um, And so now let's just kind of touch on who is responsible for what when it comes to PR and marketing. And this is not the be all end all. This is a framework that you can use to guide your approach they may take other responsibilities or they may let you know that you need to take the lead on certain things that maybe are traditionally their roles. But typically, and I hope your clients have this when you start working with them and you you need to ask them, the client's marketing team 
is the one that comes up with all of the things that you're going to leverage. So brand positioning, a tagline, who is their ideal customer avatar or ICA, you maybe have heard of, um, any kind of copy on the brand. Some of our clients have things that they can't say. They need to tell us that. You can't say X. You can't make this claim. The way around it is we say this, and that is legally acceptable, but we need to know that. What can we say? What can't we say? Um, so the marketing team should be helping to deliver those things and get them to you. They have them somewhere, um, you know, about us copy, um, brand positioning copy, even boilerplate language that you would use in a press release, um, founder stories, um, taglines, you know, all of that. And they should be able to deliver that to you. And when a company doesn't have all of that, it's going to make your job really hard. So it's actually really helpful when there is a marketing team supporting you because you are going to get the support internally, the resources you need, and the assets all gathered um, or created based on what you're asking them for because they're invested in your success and they can use the full force of that marketing team to support your efforts. So in order to really work well together, use those meetings, utilize the meetings to get on the same page, get um, you know a Google Drive or a Dropbox that's a shared folder or files that will make everything more convenient. You can send it to the client and then tell them what to put in what files, and then everyone has access to it and it's perfectly organized. It's so simple to do, but it just kicks off in a way where everybody feels really buttoned up and you all are working off the same assets in the same place. So if something changes, it's already there. You know, if they update something in that drive, then you have it too. So you can set that up to make everything more convenient. You obviously are going to have a shared calendar. Um, and if something changes there, somebody can call it to your attention and you can go in and adjust your dates accordingly. So that's where you're going to get all of those pieces synced up so everybody's on the same page. And then in terms of communicating your efforts to them or with them, let them know what activities you're working on. Like what are your pitch angles? What assets are you leveraging right now? What um, timely seasonal angles? So it's not always about product launches. It's about leveraging the company's story, their core collection, if it's something with ingredients, like certain key ingredients, something that's like holiday specific, leveraging all of that so that you always have creative ways to pitch the brand, timely, relevant, targeted angles. And you can let them know what you're working on. And maybe they'll say, oh, that's really clever, actually this product aligns really well with that because of XYZ. And now they're giving you information you didn't even have that will make that effort better. So it's always helpful to make sure the marketing team knows, you know, what activities you're working on and what angles you're pitching. And then give the marketing team any of your key PR dates for things like press releases, and then give them kind of the timeline of when those are going to hit any upcoming features so they can kind of plan, you know, this is coming out. We want to promote that on our social. We want to inform our newsletter about it. 
it would be really helpful if we sent, if we drove an audience to that article when it hits, because they'll track all that and see like, oh, you know, we got a ton of people coming from this brand's audience. Like let's feature them all the time because they're going to drive traffic. This is pretty cool. But you want everything to align and you want to ensure that there is marketing support to maximize, leverage, make the most of any of that traffic and attention that you're generating through your PR efforts. So that's how we approach working with an internal marketing team. We make them our besties. We make them see that we are there to make them look good. Anytime anything happens that involves any kind of support from marketing whatsoever, I'm the first one to share that win and point to the marketing team for making it happen. To say, we never would have landed this press feature if it weren't for the marketing team giving us what we needed in a timely manner to align with the launch and they nailed it and look at the result of that. You know, we want them to love us. It's really hard to fire somebody you really like and you like their contract. So, you know, you want to continue their contract, you like their team. So we try to endear ourselves, you know, genuinely, but making sure that they know we've got your back and we're here to make your job better. So that's how we play nice and work with a marketing team. Um, you know, usually when it comes to working with marketing teams, they are, you know, where they're champions and they're there to support us because everybody benefits. But sometimes you get these teams that are just not super like collaborative. They're very territorial and you can win them over. You can chip away in the friendliest way, show them that you are there to make them look good. You're not taking any away, anything away from them. You're giving credit. You know, any win you have is thanks to them. And they'll be like, okay, like they're playing nice. You know, I like them. They're make, they're, they make me feel okay. Like it's an insecurity thing. So they think you're going to come in and then they're going to like lose their job. So you're there to make them look good. And, and eventually you win them over. And then just have inside jokes and talk about reality TV. Like find the thing. There's something that will like get them to loosen up. You know, while you're exploring what that thing is, it can get a little awkward. But every now and then you'll bring something up and they'll light up. And then you're like, that's it. They watch The Bachelor. <laughs> Boom. And I don't even watch The Bachelor, but I would start if it meant that I was getting in tight with a marketing team at one of my key clients. And then we had something to talk about. So you know, find that common thread personally that lights them up. Check their Instagram. Like, are they traveling? Did they go somewhere that you've been? Like, have find something to talk about with them so they feel like you're on the same team. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. 
with relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.